minutes. Now I'm boiling with you for the next hour or so. Just before I get into the festivities and the lighter. Well, it's not really lighter today, I'm going to be honest with you. I think some people are going to be angry when I talk about it. But I do want to get to two things very, very quickly. You might have noticed yesterday, in every newspaper, even RTE, ran it as one of their big stories. The Institute for Strategic Dialogue. Who are they? Who are these self-appointed guardians, moral guardians of speech? Nobody really knows. They're just self-appointed people who are making a report saying there's misinformation, hatred, and all sorts of things on the internet from different organisations, including, by the way, making accusations against Script Media, against many other outlets, just because they don't agree with them. And that's all it really is. Talking about the fact that immigration, the dialogue around immigration and the debate has risen over the last year. Of course it has. There's 125,000 people have just come into the country. Of course the dialogue has gone up and people are talking about it. Talking about LGBT and trans rights in Cork Library. Of course it's gone up the dialogue about that because it's happening. And people have different views and we're all entitled to different views. The people from the Institute of Strategic Dialogue are quite entitled to their views as well. But don't tell everybody else what they can and can't say. And this gets a top story in the news. When was the last time you seen, and you know, the headline in the paper was, The Rise of the Right Wing. There you go. That's what I'm classed as nowadays. The Rise of the Right Wing. You're a right wing loony now if you're even right of centre or conservative in any way, shape or form. But this gets a top story. When was the last time you saw an article in the paper that said, The Rise of the Left Wing? You don't see it because seemingly the left wing are on the right side of the, I suppose, the, the kind of moral temperature gauge, which is not the case. You're entitled to your view. They're entitled to their view. But they are not appointed or elected by anybody to be doing reports as far as I'm concerned. And remember, of course, that the individuals, or not all of them, certainly one of them responsible for these reports, is from Storyful. Storyful is also um, the place where Mark Little came from. Mark Little is the man who did that RTE documentary, or docudrama, last week about climate change and RTE. It all links together, doesn't it, very conveniently. Anyway, just thought I'd mention that also new figures show the state has lost control of deportations. Maybe the Institute of Dialogue will, our, will have something to say about that. On November 10th, Grip Media reported on the fact that the Minister for Justice, Alan McEntee, was unable to provide details of the numbers of people who had been issued with deportation orders uh, to leave the state and who were allowed to make their own arrangements to leave. A response to the parliamentary question from Carol Nolan, Rural Independent TD, has revealed that just 26 of the 271... Are you telling me there was only 271 deportation orders out of the thousands, tens of thousands of people that have come into Ireland, anyway, issued in 2022, had been enforced? Only 26. Now, the minister said that the majority had uh, actually applied, or should I say, complied with the orders. The majority. How is 26 out of 271 a majority? So either the minister is telling lies or the minister is just really badly informed when it comes to deportations. We'll get around to talking about that tomorrow if we have time. But on a lighter note, well, I suppose it's not really lighter. Let me read out this email for you. Hi, lads. I have a real dilemma. My daughter wants a PlayStation for Christmas. Who doesn't? And I'll be honest, I'm of limited means. Before I go any further in this conversation and this email, by the way, if you happen to be listening in the car and you've got kids, which I wouldn't recommend you do with this type of show because it is adult content, generally speaking, an adult debate. Uh, if you have kids of the Santa Claus era, I would suggest that you turn their ears off or the podcast, one or the other. Anyway, 
She wants a PlayStation for Christmas from Santa Claus, and I'll be honest, I'm of limited means, but my household told me, he, or my husband, should I say, told me that he can get one off a bloke. It's always a bloke, isn't there? He knows uh, for 150 quid, and it's so tempting, but I know they're stolen because I'm aware of the bloke. And he's well known in the area for selling stuff and robbing stuff to order, essentially. No idea how he gets it, but he does. My husband says that it all comes from shops and warehouses. And as far as he knows, he doesn't rob some houses. So it's all kosher. But honestly, I feel so bad. But then again, I can't disappoint my daughter, can I? This Christmas and just because we are broke. She is so good in school and done really well in all her studies. And it would break her heart if I didn't get the PlayStation from Santa Claus for her. I even asked my sister for a loan of money to buy it legitimately, but she's in the same boat as me. She's skint, but thinks it's the wrong thing to do to buy stolen goods and said it'll only bring bad luck. But honestly, what option do I really have? My husband and I are separated and he's trying his best, but he is unemployed at the moment and can't afford much. And I have two other kids to get Santa presents for as well. I know I'll be judged by our listeners, but walk a mile in my shoes and tell them to step out of their ivory towers and ask, should and would they do it? All right, well, what do you think? Would you buy stolen goods, huh? To satisfy your children's needs and not disappoint them at Christmas. Kathleen, you're on a... Well, I was going to say something else. You're on the Nile Boyle podcast. How are you, Kathleen? Uh, hello now. Hello Don't again. Nice that. to talk to you, Kathleen. Kathleen, would you buy stolen goods? Well, I, I've, I've never thankfully been in that position, but, um, you know, if I thought somebody robbed a house to get a PlayStation, you know, I'd feel terrible about doing it, you know, but I suppose if I had to, I would. Mm. But, I yeah, mean, it, there's no suggestion that somebody's robbing a house here. There's a, the suggestion is it's coming from a factory, a shop, or a warehouse. Now, she did say yeah. that, that she would feel bad if it came from somebody else's house. So I'm assuming it's in the box, yeah. you know? So would you would yeah. you, would you you take it if it was from, say, a warehouse? Yeah, yeah. You I'd would? Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and should she do it to satisfy her daughter? Because her daughter obviously wants one for Christmas. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm. So you, you would do that if you were in that position, if you were stuck for a few if quid? I was in that, yeah, if I was stuck for that. But other than if, I, if, I, if I, I would just, the other side of this, of the coin is that if I knew I, I, Christmas comes once a year, so if I had an idea what a, a big expensive gift was going to cost me at Christmas, I'd be tempted to borrow from the, from the credit union or something like that. Or save for the whole year, you know, maybe, yeah. Save, yeah. save it for the year, you know. Okay, well, hang on. Let me just go to Sersha as well. Sersha, hi, how are you? Hello, Niall, how are you? How are you doing, Sersha? Well, you heard Kathleen and you heard the girl in the email. And let's be clear, let's not judge people too much. Some people just don't have money. And, you know, these options come along and these offers come along to buy something that might be off the back of a lorry, if that's the word you want to term you want to use for it. And they want to keep their kids happy. I, I, I'm I'm shocked once again that this is a topic that you've chosen to cover. But let's be realistic. What we're what we're talking about here is: Do you condone illegal criminal activity? And obviously, some of your callers do. Well, well, they don't think of it like that. I suppose people don't. They're not there when it's being stolen. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I understand larceny or receiving stolen goods is equally a crime. By the way, can I point out? But in saying that, people don't see it like that sometimes. Well, 
I'd like to see, you know, walking into a bank and robbing money, not like a crime, so I could do that. But unfortunately, in reality, where we all happen to live, or most of us, it is in fact a crime. And what you're talking about here is committing a crime. And you're saying that it feel bad if it was somebody's house. But a factory making counterfeit goods is stealing the intellectual property but well, well, they're, well, they're not making counterfeit goods. The, this bloke not that he knows that. can get that. can rob not it from a factory. It's a, it's an original. Can I, yeah. Can I? Can I? Oh, oh, he's robbing an original from a factory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even even worse. So she, all she's doing is lying to herself mm. and passing that lie on to her daughter or whatever for Christmas and calling it. Love? I don't know. I'm confused. If you Well the daughter will know nothing else about the daughter thinks Santa Claus is bringing it. Yeah, I mean I think we need to stop encouraging lies to our children if we're serious about parenting. If you're in a situation where you can't afford whatever your offspring wants, you need to be honest with yourself and with them how you have ended up in that situation. That is that child's only hope of living in the real world and deciding afterwards that they want to climb out of that poverty that you have given them. Yeah, well, well hang on, Kathleen. Sersha makes a point yeah, that it's, no. it's criminal activity. I just want to ask you something there now, please. Yeah, go ahead. Can my daughter wants to come on and say something to you? Is, it, can she, is she allowed? Yeah, as long as she has your permission, yeah. Yeah, she has my permission. Okay. Hey, uh, um, what's the story? Um, I don't know that woman's name. Saoirse, Saoirse. Um, well, Saoirse, hey, Saoirse. Um, like, the way yeah. you're saying, like, that I'm committing a crime, basically, if I'm to buy, you know, um, a PlayStation for my child. And, but you don't understand, like, a lot of people, like, around our area don't have enough this Christmas to be able to make sure that, like, never mind themselves, that their children have stuff. Do you know what I mean? So when you're getting an with offer all, like that, I want... With all due respect, there are... There are enough what? Lidl's and Aldi's and everything mm-hmm. else. There is plenty mm-hmm. of stuff for everyone. Let's Debbie. not lie to ourselves. This is another myth of consumerism. Mm-hmm. It's about the label, isn't it? What you're doing is you're passing on a lie to that child. You're telling that child, we can afford this when, you're, when you can't. And if that child wants to aspire for something better, they need to know where they are. Right, okay, okay. Well, I think basically if my child has done well all year, be done well in school and helping around the house and helping with our nanny, you know, and it comes to Christmas and she wants that PlayStation, well then, like, I must be in the wrong, am I? Because I'd make sure she had it. Can, can I, do me a favor, sorry, I, did, I didn't catch your name. When you, I, well, well, hang on, Saoirse, hang on for a second. Sorry, I didn't catch your name. I, 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 want to, I want to get the lady's name first. Hang on, will you just... Sure, you can afford the right one. Why don't you put your energy what? into that? Exactly, but you have to understand, I'm a mother of four, yeah? So, like, and Dada, like, Dada died um, 
So that's just a little. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Times are hard times. Sorry, I did. I didn't. I didn't catch your name. I, sorry, we, we'll try and get you back there. We've lost you there for a second. Maybe if we could get uh, Kathleen's daughter back there. Sorry, we've lost. Her. Oh, yeah, sorry, we lost her. So sorry. What was your What was your name? I didn't catch your name. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Georgina. Georgina. Georgina, I I understand what you're saying. And a lot of people, you know, just can't afford kids nowadays. You know, they want to be like their mates. They want a PlayStation. They want a phone or whatever it is they want. And that can be very Mm -hmm. difficult when you're not in a position to buy those things, particularly when you take the money. You know what I mean? Um, Oh, we've lost you again. Sorry. Hold on. We try and get Kathleen back if we can. Hang on. We just keep losing her all the time. Hold on. Okay, hang on. Hang on a second. We'll try and get her back again. Oh, are you back? Sorry. Are you back, Georgina? Yeah. I've lo- I, we lost. Okay. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, but you know, the point that Saoirse is making is is that, you know, if you can't afford it, well, then you just have to kind of suck it up because, you you know, you're involved in criminal activity then. I totally understand that, Niall. But I'm, I'm not actually walking into the shop and committing a crime, you know? Now, like, I'm... I'm going to be totally honest with you. Like, you know, I was involved in stuff, you know, growing up as a teenager, shoplifted clothes and things like that. I spent a couple of months in the Gokas over that. But um, that was like after my kids died and I literally didn't know how to cope. No, but um, so like, so when someone is actually just knocking at my door and basically like, you know, saying I have this and I have that, you know, a nice jacket that could be like, you know what, 380 to buy in the shop and I'm getting a deal on it. Like, I'm going to take it, yeah, because I'm not actually going into that shop and robbing. Can I, you know can I, I mean? something yeah. Go, on. Go, I, go I ahead. Deeply, I deeply, deeply sympathise with the loss of your partner. And all I can say is that these people mm-hmm. who knock on your door, they have created mm. an industry to take advantage of that and you, in the morning and what, I'd like, like, I'd like to finish my point. All right, go on, sorry. What if we one. all, can I finish my point? What if we all just stopped believing in the myth of consumerism for one minute and lived where we were? Those people are encouraging you to become involved in deception. But with the greatest respect, Saoirse, I'm, I don't like to judge people here. But you do sound, well, hang on, hang on for a second. You do sound like you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. So you do well, sound like, you do yeah. sound like you probably have the money to buy the PlayStation yourself for your can I, child. Can I, can I, and, can I, you know, and it's very unfair of you. No, hang on. It's very unfair of you to judge other people until you walk a mile in their shoes. Do you, do you know the expression, it's all relative? Do you know that? Yes, I've heard the expression, Saoirse. If somebody came to my door and said, here, I can get you a discounted jacuzzi. But at the end of the day, if it was outside my means to get this legally, I would not. I would not participate in a... In a well, you're comparing, a you're comparing a five grand jacuzzi to a PlayStation for 400 quid. <laughs> now, you know what I mean? So if Georgina needed a PlayStation for one of her kids for 400 quid and some fella's offering to her for 150, I understand why people would take that opportunity. Now, I'm not condoning the behavior. The principle, as you well know, is the same in both scenarios. And the other thing I'd like to point out is, and this 
really gets to me. Nobody needs a PlayStation. People need honesty to crawl out of the situation they're in. Stop gaslighting your children. You don't have the money for a PlayStation, so don't get them one. And they well, can you know, live the real so world with the rest of us. You're, you're denying them. You're not living... No, hold on. You're not living in the real world with the rest of us. You're in your little bubble, Saoirse, of all your little D4 friends. But say, but say yeah. there... No, hang on. You think you, think you, you think you know my... I don't. I only just have to listen to you for two minutes in the way you talk about people and judge people. I mean, if anybody is not living in the real world, it's a radio presenter. Oh, good luck. No, hang on. on. I live in the real world where people have real dilemmas and people have real problems and people don't all have the jobs you have and the daddies or mammies that you have that can provide you with everything you need in your life. With your celebrity friends. That's the real world. Oh, is it? <laughs> Celebrity friends. Ah, Sorry, Georgina, what did you want to say to Saoirse there? Go on. Right. She'd want to get a grip. But in any way, right. Now, what I wanted to say to her is, Saoirse, <laughs> do you know when you have a 15-year-old child, yeah? And most of his mates are sitting out in the flats. And this is the God's honest truth in 2023, yeah? Because if they don't have the best of the clothes, They'll probably end up having to, you know, sell a bit of weed, maybe, or fucking get into arguments, sorry for coursing this. Um, I would rather my child sit in the bedroom, knowing exactly where he is safe, playing on his PlayStation, rather than running around them streets. Because it's gone at the days where they just kick a ball around, you know? There's a meaning behind, like, you, you know, if, if I was to see the boys playing football in my flats, I'd know that something deeper was going on. So I would well rather someone come to the door and offer me a PlayStation at a, a good price and make sure that my child was safe indoors, away well, from all that. Okay, well, hold on, both of you. Hang on. I want to bring just Steve in here because loads of people are waiting. So stay there, please, Sir, yeah, if you no, can. No, no. And stay there, Georgina. Uh, Steve, hi, how are you? No, Jesus, you're rubbing elbows with Tom Cruise now, are you? Uh, it seems I seems I have celebrity friends, according to Sir. Celebrity, celebrity friends. Yeah, Saoirse sounds like your man out of South Park. You know, can I finish? Can I finish? That's that's exactly what she's like. <laughs> Saoirse, do me a favor. Take the marbles out of your fucking mouth, will you? You clearly come from a, a privileged position, you know, and oh. there for the grace of God you could lose absolutely everything. And you've never been in a position to understand how desperate people can get to provide for their children, whether it be food or Christmas. Yes, my dear? Steve, one day, one day, I will come on this show and I will will explain my background. But I just want to point Mm -hmm. out the irony right now today that all of you mm-hmm. are calling me judgmental when you are sitting mm-hmm. there making I never called you judgmental. my background. Oh, I, I, I never called you judgmental. Okay. No, I didn't. Right. You want to say we didn't use the word judgmental as technicality. Congratulations, you've won. But mm-hmm. the fact is I you're have. implying you. that I am judgmental and at the same time you don't know anything No, I'm, I'm not. Listen, Sorsha, Sorsha, I'm not implying... I'm not implying. I'm not implying anything. I'm just telling you you're an arsehole. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you out straight. You're an asshole for coming on here and saying the things that you're saying, especially when there are people out there who are desperate. You don't. Let me. Okay, let's get a little bit of your background here. Do you have money? Can you provide for your children? I've already. 
I've already said I won't do that today, but I'll just say one last point, okay? Why not? So what Why I not? found the most interesting thing out of this whole conversation is what that woman there has described. That woman I, is Georgina, by the way. That's sorry, that woman. Georgina, yeah. my apologies. That situates the reality that she is observing for those children in that place. And what I want to say mm-hmm. is that is important information that should be highlighted and the government is failing that community. And that oh, Jesus, really, we're not talking about that. When we are honest, when we Stick are honest to the transparent about the situation that people live in, then we can highlight issues. But pretending and lying and, and participating in... Oh, okay, okay let's, okay. let's get to something that you said, because I wrote this down here. It said that you're passing on a lie to your children. I mean, yeah, the yeah, entire concept of Mr. Claus is a lie. But you're okay I mean, I participating I in that. I not on that because I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. Surely, surely that's not something that anybody would comment on. Anyone no, would I, I, well, I've commented on, I have commented on it. Well, mm. I mean, I won't be participating in that conversation. No, no, no because exactly. th- 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 this is a grown-up conversation, Sersha. Uh, yeah, but hold on a second. We're all grown-ups. There's no nine-year-olds on the air. Niall, she'll participate in that lie, but not another you don't lie. Know. Hypocrisy I think we can has a name. I think we can distinguish between whatever you're describing and a criminal activity. See, mm-hmm. if you're very yes, of course we can. But a lie is a lie. Describe that distinction. I know exactly what you're talking about, but a lie is a lie, no matter what. So you can participate in one and not the other, but that's not even the point. If you look at the research, I'm sorry, well, you brought us here. If you look at the research, human beings lie all day, okay? We love to lie. I'm talking about criminal activity, deception. No, no, Sorsha. No, no, my dear. What you I wrote down exactly mm-hmm. what you said, verbatim, passing on a lie to your children. Yes. That's okay. what you said. So I'm just addressing the fact that you're passing on two lies, but you're okay with so one and not the other. And now that that's covered, it was the you should have. But, but with, with respect, Saoirse, I don't, and I'm not condoning criminal behaviour, but... And I understand and I agree with what you're saying, it is criminal behaviour because it's receiving a stolen goods. Your child, when you say passing on the lie, your child doesn't know. Your child thinks it comes from Santa Claus. It doesn't know it comes from the bloke in the pub. Your child doesn't know that. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not condoning the behaviour. And I think people should look for an alternative route to providing that PlayStation or whatever it is. But sometimes when you're in a position like Georgina, where you don't have any financial support, you've got four children, and you don't really have much money, but you want your kids kids to be equal to every other kid or have the same opportunities as other children. You know, I thought, Saoirse, you'd be the type that would want all children to have the same equal opportunities, but clearly I not. Are, no, just I their own kids. are doing the children a disservice. Nobody's listening to me. What do you think that child would do when they grow up? They'll look back and think, my parents... Nobody's going to tell them. You who's, go, who's going to tell? Who's going to tell the kids? With respect, who's going to tell the kids? Sincerely hope that those children will there be a nose on it saying this is robbed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From Micka down you, the road. Do you think that if they live a certain lifestyle <laughs> oh and then come Christmas they're suddenly living another lifestyle that when they're older they're not going to figure it out? And you think that? This, no, I don't think, think so. That this is the only. The only criminal activity that will go on. Of course not. It's a culture. This is what happens. Georgina, would you would you buy stolen goods for Christmas if your children needed them? Absolutely. 
100%. No, not you. I know you wouldn't, Sergio. Georgina, you would, yes. 100%, yeah, because do you know what? Life is hard right now, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. If I could put a smile on my child's face for Christmas, 100%, yeah. Yeah, no. I would no. say some of the most impressive people came from difficult backgrounds, but they exactly. had to know they came from difficult backgrounds. You don't need to And my children do know that I'm having, finding it very so hard. But my children shouldn't artist. have to know that because they are children. Do you understand what I'm saying, honey? So if I can put a smile on any of my children's faces this Christmas, I will make that choice. That I'd love to be able to go in and, in and buy, you know, all my all the stuff that's needed for Christmas. But unfortunately, where I am at financially, emotionally, at the lot, I can't afford to. So yeah, if I have to take a little chance here and there, I will. But my children will never, ever find out. So I don't know where you're going I, on that one, Sergio. I fear that you're kicking a ball down the road and. Look, that's your choice, but this is my no, opinion. Okay, go. Well, Sorsha, Sorsha, can I ask you a question, Sorsha? Um, if there was something untoward attached to a gift, would you give it to your child? What do you mean by that? So you need to specify what I you're talking what about. You uh, something untoward, a.k.a. if it was stolen, if there was well, some I've sort of activity involved. She clearly... You haven't been taking notes. No. You haven't taken no. notes. I've already answered that. Uh-huh. Yeah, she said she would Okay. Yeah. There's, a, there's a reason why I'm asking and using the word untoward. If you went to Go the ahead. shop and bought yourself, uh, your child, a lovely PlayStation 5 for Christmas, and he's sitting there and he's all mm-hmm. delighted with his PlayStation 5, you do real that there's precious metals within them that are mined out of bloody volcanoes where kids go down with their bare hands and there's shit attached to everything absolutely everything but it's okay to to say that you know you can give your child the gift because kids over in a certain country mind it but it's not yeah, okay yeah but Steve to be fair to Saoirse it's not illegal okay you can come up with the moral aspect and the ethical aspect of it and I understand the ethical aspects you're pointing out in relation to the batteries that mm-hmm. are inside and the circuit boards and everything else and where mm-hmm. the, the raw materials come from but that's not what Saoirse yeah. is talking about that's ethical well, ethical that's being talking. unethical is not illegal by the way. you know no, you I, no I have to be fair to Saoirse being unethical is not being illegal. There's a difference. Can I respond? Yeah. Can I respond? You can respond. That's the, first, that's the first intelligent comment, Steve, that I've heard the entire conversation. Oh, gee, thanks. I don't think she's referring to you. fabulous point to bring up. Mm. What? Oh, so you, so you would think of those things, Saoirse? You wouldn't buy something that was unethical? I, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if you'll allow me to speak, is that I think it is a real consideration. It's not illegal, so you're not bound to any laws. But should you consider those things? Should you consider the supply chain? Absolutely. Should you talk to your child about the cost of these products on humanity in general? Absolutely. Oh, God. I'd say it's great cracking Sarah's house. Okay, st- at Christmas. Stay there for a second. Let me go to uh, Sarah Jane. Hi, Sarah Jane. Hi, how are you? I know, yeah, I know, neither do I, yeah, I'd say it's great cracking Serge's house this Christmas. I go oh, but you know what, like, she has got a point, though, like, <laughs> um, in regards to morals and that. Like, in years to come, like, when you're growing up in a big family and you haven't got it, you're going to think back and reflect and say, well, 
How did my mother or father able to get that? How were we able to get it that year and that year? And and it is down to the community sentence, but like I think the older, the wiser. And if you can do without doing a good and well, if you can't afford to do it, you have to do. Mm. I, I mean, I look right. yeah, and, and Sarah, you know, I, I, I'm kind of with Sarah a little bit on the criminal activity part of it. It is criminal activity, and I certainly wouldn't condone criminal activity. But, it's not even about the criminal activity. But, no, but I do I'm understand. Coming from, I'm coming from uh, the moral, the moral behind it. Like, yeah, no, no, you know, and, I, but I, and I, but I do understand that if somebody like Georgina, who was on earlier on there, you know, if she has four kids and she's no financial support, and her kids want to be like other kids on the road. They want to have a PlayStation or an Xbox or whatever it is that kids want this Christmas. The big present, I suppose, is probably PlayStation, Xbox this year again. You know, and she can't provide that. But somebody offers it to her in a box, brand new, for 150 quid instead of the 500 quid it retails for, which is a ripoff, as we know. Well, I can understand why they would take that opportunity. And I, and I fail to understand why Saoirse can't see why they would fail to take that opportunity. Well, if you, if you, like, you can't live among your needs, Niall. Like, you're only, like, it's like beggar's belief. No, I, I, I understand you have to live by your means, but sometimes your means are so low and the bar is set so low for you that it drives can, you to a I, point. Can, yeah, can yeah. I just say, when the bar is that low, Niall, I think what you're talking about is you're talking about survival and food and water and bills. And then there's an exception. A happiness. The bar being Where does low, happiness come in? Goodbye. Happiness. What do you, you, you can't, you can't, I mean, there's, there's a uh, pyramid, you know, and at the bottom is survival. Once you have those things in check, then you can think mm-hmm. about play, like, like this Xbox or whatever. So if you cannot Thanks. afford and you need to break a rule, it's, it better be for food and water and... Build, not for and it's happiness. Are like you telling me box. that you don't want to provide happiness for your child, Sorsha? There's a cost. If you look either way, look at okay. Sorsha. Let me put this to you. Let me put this to you. With, I'd be very happy with certain things, but but I can't afford Sorsha. them, so I don't have them. You go to the pub and Mika is there and he has a PlayStation 5. He is going to... Sure she doesn't go to pubs where Mika hangs out. I, I, I'm <laughs> sure she doesn't. Okay, um, well, give me a posh name. Well, there's no posh people who robbed him in anyway. But look, if you went to a pub and Mika was selling a PlayStation 5, the deed has already been done. It already has been stolen. Somebody else is going to buy them stolen goods. And if you're a parent who is struggling and only has a few quid, you will jump on the opportunity and the parents should not be judged for that. These things are overpriced in any way. I just recently watched a documentary on Netflix about the opioid epidemic in Canada and the logic employed by the drug dealer is exactly the logic Steve just described. Somebody else Uh is already going to buy it. I'm just here. It's not my fault. I have no accountability. I mean, this is not drugs. This is the kids are not going to get stoned from a PlayStation, for God's sake. You you can do what you want to do, but let's be real about what you're doing. It's criminal activity. What am I doing? Okay, well, well, hang on. Sarah, do you you consider it criminal activity? Yes, you do. Well, I think Sarsha's had it halfway stuck up her backside. Like, there is 2023. And listening to that girl, Georgine, I mean, I swear to God, I was there crying listening to her. Like, she's struggling. She's four children. There's no husband there to support her, so she's doing her best to survive. 
Mm-hmm. And that's part of survival. Rick Sorcher did bring up. So that's part of her survival. Like, it doesn't mean that she's going to be forever going around getting Xboxes and whatever it is. When it comes to a time, the children be a lot older. Hopefully to be more income coming into the house. There'll be no need for all of that. Like, you never know what's around the corner. And like, herself, she doesn't know what's around the corner either. So she could be going to the next person looking for whatever she needs. Sersha, if you lost everything tomorrow and you needed to feed yourself, would you go into a spar shop and steal? I mean, I just addressed that, Niall. No, I'm, no, I'm asking you just a yes or no, would you? I think if you're in survival mode and it's a, it's, it's a question of food or no food, I think it's a different situation. It's still a criminal activity, isn't it? Well, I think that's where the exceptions, that rule comes in. Oh, there is you exceptions to, to that rule. You don't, well, yes, of course, you don't I mean, want you, to I, I, I understand you don't need a PlayStation. But when, when we look at the world and the way it is at the moment and kids and how they, we provide them with happiness, and you are right, a child wants love. That's the most best thing you can ever give a child, right? But in saying that, love doesn't always make them smile on Christmas morning. Can I just say, look, there's a lesson here that you're denying the child, which is the truth, <sighs> which is reality, which they can then use to become the best version of themselves. Okay? Yes, you don't give them, a sh- in the short term, give them a PlayStation. In the long term, give them a real sense of reality and a desire to strive for more. But, the, but but all, all we're doing, unfortunately, with the inequality when it comes to people's finances, particularly at Christmas, is we're telling one child that Santa Claus can't give them a PlayStation, but he, but their next door neighbor or their best mate gets one off Santa Claus. No, so they're no, so they're so they're thinking we're not equal because of course, mommy and daddy don't get it. Santa Claus gets it. Hold on a second, Sorcia. Hold on a second, Sorcia. Hold on a second. Your sense of reality. Sorsha, your sense of reality would be going into your child, throwing a stick of broccoli at the child and saying, well, Christmas sucks this year. I mean, are you for real? Why would you do that to your child? I have a son now. He is two years of age. I never thought I'd have kids. And now that I have, I know I would do anything for his happiness. I understand you have morals and all that crap. But I want to see my child smile. And if it came to the decision to either, you know, rob a factory and if I couldn't do that, I'd rob from your child to make my child happy. That's how much I love my kids. I... I... I, this is why society is in the place that it's in, because of that attitude. Like, we must get this now. King, make me happy. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's devastating that nobody is hearing what I'm saying, okay? The gift you can give your child is honesty and truth. And to be true, Okay, tiny Tim. Uh, well, I mean, no, in fairness, Steve, that's not funny. I mean, it is, that's not a bad gift to give to your child as well, which is honesty and truth. Yeah, but but in, say, but in saying that, I'm, I'm on the fence smile. in relation. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I do understand what Georgina said earlier on, too. You know what I mean? So I, no, I do you don't give honesty just Niall, at Christmas. Niall, that's a, that's a lifelong lesson. Can I finish? Can I finish? Go on, will you? Can I ask Niall, Go, when, you, when you grew up, what, what was your, can I ask you a question now? You're always asking us for personal questions. What would your late parents have done in this situation when you were growing up? Well, I do remember my father saying one year he went without buying a new pair of shoes so he could get me a bike for Christmas. Noel Boylan, you told people on the air your father would rob that and that wasn't nailed down. Well, that was what he was doing in his job, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was wood and stuff like that. Hey, but yeah, if it wasn't nailed down, he'd steal it. But so, he did. You know? But he did say to me that one year he went without a new pair of shoes so he could buy me a bike. And what oh. what lesson do you think you got from? But that? I I but here, Sergio, I was kind of reasonably lucky that my dad had a reasonably good job. I worked in Aer Lingus. So from a very, you know, young age, I was born into a family that had enough money. I'm not saying we were wealthy, but we had enough money. So I was, I, so you can't you use me as some sort of barometer for this. Because we were never in a position where we were skint. Unlike that us. Kind of you know, you, sorry, sorry sure she, are you there? Is she gone? Has she abandoned? No, no, no. Oh. No, she just has nothing to say for once. Oh, okay. That's a shocker. <laughs> stay, well, stay there, sir. Stay there, Steve. Let me go to Connor. Connor, hi. How are you? Hi. How are you doing? How are you doing, I'm Connor? Uh, definitely on... Go ahead. Go on. Yeah, you go right. ahead. No, I'm uh, definitely on board with Sorsha. Uh, okay. With this full stop. And I don't know, in in terms of the honesty, of course, you have to get kids. I, I know kids' uh, expectations maybe at Christmas and I don't know, growing up definitely Santa has had a budget I mean and if every if if everyone uh, I don't know if uh, the kid down the road got absolutely everything uh, on uh, Santa's Santa's uh, wish list or whatever it's, it's a case of look uh, Santa didn't uh, give that kid all them toys it was the parents Santa just doesn't do that you know mm-hmm. and I don't know I googled I googled on advert.ie just out of interest uh, PlayStation and meaning 4,000 searches came up meaning uh, the parents can second hand the, you mean buy it second hand like absolutely absolutely mm. I, Absolutely. I, I, not, not no, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. But, yeah. but you know, yeah. it's hard to give a kid. Santa Claus doesn't have secondhand gifts. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, but I mean, well, Mrs. Claus was playing with it all year. The elves or something. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, I'm just, no, say, no, I'm just saying, Connor. You know, I mean. Oh no. I, I understand uh, needs no, most, etc. No, no, no. Yeah. If, if the kid is young. I mean, and the Rudolph for Santa, like, you know, fell down the chimney. And, I mean, and the, the PlayStation. Now we're really, really drumming up a story here. Yeah, go Jeez. on. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, and Niall, Niall. Okay, we, but Connor, you're saying you're agreeing with Saoirse. Do you have sorry, kids? Do you have kids, Connor? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And, yep. and thankfully, I assume you're not skint. Because you're, oh, no, you're talking about, you're, you're talking about Santa Claus having a budget. Some people's budget is zero. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Particularly oh, this no, year. Niall, I'll tell you what, uh, Niall, I'll tell you what, Maui, when my little fella was four or five, I used to be buying gifts for him in August. And I used to manipulate and adjust his kind of, I bought Transformer, for example. Mm. And every time there was a magazine open, every effort, God, that Transformer is great. That Transformer is great. But kids are there, it'd be, meaning, like, you know, it's not okay. rocket science. Here. Okay, so you, you'd never buy stolen goods, Connor, ever? Absolutely not. No, because once you buy a stolen good, we, we sorry, we're, uh, I'm, I'm running a small business here. My insurance is absolutely out of control. Fair point. Because mm-hmm. of... 
Because the likes of that. Because it's theft, yeah. And, and Steve, sorry, that's a fair point that Saoirse didn't mention as well. That although it might be coming from a factory, the idea that there's no victim because it's not coming out of somebody's house, for example, is a bit of a myth. There are victims. Insurance policies go up because of that. The company doesn't have the same budgets or less staff are hired. There's a knock-on effect to theft. And, you know, big and companies... I'm absolutely fine with that. Big companies do I'm take into consideration, you know, a massive amount of profit gone because of theft. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm fine with that. And so should. Why would a single mother with three kids give a shit about your insurance costs when nobody gives a shit about her kids? Mm. At the end of the day, that lad just said that he would buy something in August. What if you couldn't buy it in August or any time of the year if you just didn't have the money whatsoever? Would you be willing then? Stay there and or would you say no? Well, well, hang on, stay there for a second, and Sergio, please stay with me. Uh, I want to go to Morris and I want to come to Adam as well. Uh, Morris, go ahead. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Noel? Are you bringing back a lot of memories there? Mm. A young man growing up in a big family in Valley Farm with 10 kids, you know, my mother and father always got a knock on the door to see if he wanted anything new. Now, they, did, they rarely took it, but I mean to say, growing up as a kid, you know, and people wanted stuff, and you walked into a, a working class area. Guarantee we hit the trucks in the area, we hit the factories in the area. No problem whatsoever taking anything I can get my hands on that can make a kid happy that will come out of a warehouse on the back of a truck. But my no-no is, and like I suppose we have a, an ordinary decent criminal attitude was when we were kids, nothing out of a house. Mm. Nothing off a family, nothing out of a house. That's robbing your own. You never rob your own. You never have a bit of luck. Give me a truck, give me a warehouse, yeah, no problem. So, so if you were if you were this mother in this situation who has no money, clearly, like Georgina, who was on earlier yeah. on with four kids and her husband sadly passed away yeah. quite young, and you were offered the opportunity, you know, to keep your daughter happy and get a PlayStation Five for one hundred and fifty quid off the bloke down the road, so to speak, you'd take the opportunity. If it's of a factory or yeah. a truck, yeah, not over house now, not off. Oh no, 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 it's, it seems to be out of, it's no. out of a factory, all right, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. I guarantee you, I'd always hit big, big uh, factory. Look, if you have a company. Like the, the Sony, that can make a PlayStation in, in Japan, say, for 80 or 100 quid, and then come over to me and you and look for five or 600 offers. Why wouldn't you hit them in the pocket? Yeah, I, and I, I do understand what commercialism has done and the profits that are made, but you heard Sersha. Sersha said, yeah. look, it's criminal activity. You're a criminal. At the, no, you're, 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 you're just sourcing stuff at the best possible price. Well, you're, well, you're not pocket. really. You're not, that's not the best possible price. It's stolen. Well, then, if you want to go back to the models of it, then she shouldn't have had kids if she couldn't afford them. Well, if you want to go down, well, I'll tell you one thing, Noel. Well, hang on, hang on, Mary, hang on, Mara. Saoirse wants to say something to you. Go ahead, Saoirse. Yeah. I think if, if we are coming to a place where we're telling people they shouldn't have had children, I think we're in a very bad place. Hmm. Yeah, but Morris said, you know, when he was living in Ballyferment and there was 10 in his family, you know, if stuff came out of a factory or a warehouse or a shop or whatever, so be it. Can I, can or a I truck. ask Morris, yeah. can I ask Morris, what yeah. other rules do you think don't, don't apply to you? If you if you come from a working class area and you work hard all your life or you're struggling through life and you see somebody or you see something that you know is coming from a massive corporate country, the people who are ruining this country... Imagine there's people living in this country that can't afford to pay rent. And you're complaining about taking a bit of stuff off people that wouldn't miss it in the first place. With all, with I all talk due about, respect, I think if you're from a working class family and you don't hmm. appreciate how society views you, this is the kind of activity that is contributing to why people view you negatively. And you need to just be real. 
Nobody views me negatively. I came, I came through a working class area from a large working class family, and just not on a bragging rights, every one of us moved out of that area and bought our own homes and are contributing to society. I'm 42 years in the same job. Where do you, when I where do you the live? Do you, still, do, you, do you still live in the same area? Oh, no. I, I, I grew up on the south side of Dublin, and uh, I moved to the north side. And I'm married with three children. I have three grandchildren. But I'm talking about when and I was a kid in the 60s. But if your child came yeah. home now, and I don't know what your financial situation is, but they wanted something with outside of their own budget, and they want yeah. you to get it in a similar way, how would you feel? Well, first of all, I'd ask them, what do you want it for, and how much can you afford? And would you like to walk about getting a little job yourself or doing this? I don't believe in yeah, robbing so people sounds, to make other people no, happy. You understand it, it what I'm saying? It sounds like you, yeah, yeah, no, I do. But it sounds like you wouldn't want your child engaging in the same behavior that you're justifying. So I'm just wondering. What, oh, I, you know, I'm not justifying. I'm not justifying anything. All I'm saying to you is, as a kid growing up, we did at the time what was best to make other people happy. And if that was Robin, Robin I'll give you an example of what I grew up with growing up. If I watched so the program called Robin did, Hood. Why would, you not, why would you not want your child doing the same thing now? You see, he mentioned Robin Hood there a second ago, Serge. I don't know whether you heard that. I'm sure you'd know the slogan from Robin Hood, stealing from the rich to give to the poor. And you rob from the rich I mean, to give to the poor. That's just, that is, a fairy tale. People employ just so they can justify doing wrong things. Well, it's not actually, a, well, I say it's a fairy tale. There's a moral to the story and the moral to the story is that people who have too much don't necessarily need it and people who have too little need a little bit of help and a little bit more. Nobody's suggesting physically going to a rich person and taking something from their house. But the point Morris is saying is sometimes you can't look a gift horse in the mouth. And when you're in a situation where you have nothing, and I mean nothing and no money, and somebody offers you an opportunity to get something that will put a smile on your child's face. I'm not suggesting it's right to do it, but I can understand why people do. Exactly. It's I a choice that they have to make. And I'd never rob one child to make another child happy. I'd never rob one child to make another child happy. Into, into building up your life to a point where that is not the choice you make. Yeah, well, every, not everybody in life gets the same opportunities as you, sir. So let me stay there. Let me just go to Gen Z. Well, well, now, hang on, hang on, sir. So let me go to another. It sounds like you're a Gen Z as well. So, Niall, yeah. Niall, can um, I just say one thing? I had no idea you had such socialist values. I have some socialist values, such socialist values. I don't. I've already told you. I don't condone the behavior of buying stolen goods. But I don't judge people because I do understand that sometimes, in some certain circumstances, people want to make their children happy. And they want their children to have what other people's children have. How do you feel about online... um, you know, when you can kind of hack a website and you can get it for free. How do you feel about that? And how What's do you wrong? feel about somebody, somebody, you know, paying for a subscription to your platform and sharing the password with many others? Is that a victimless crime? Well, I know, well, I know people do that too, by the way. I know, I know people yeah. do it. Yes. And how does that make you feel? Oh, well, it's, it's not good. I understand that. But here's the thing, right? We, we allow people to subscribe to the website. When I say allow, we want people to subscribe to the website so they can look at all the back shows and all the videos of the back shows. Now, they don't have to. They can listen to them for free. They can watch it for free during the day because we take into consideration that most of our listeners, or many of our listeners, wouldn't have the money to do it every month because they have so many bills. I understand that. I wonder, I wonder if sources ever shared her Netflix ha- passwords. Have you, have you, have you just um, register as a child? Sorcia. Sorcia, have you ever shared your Netflix passwords? 
I don't have Netflix, Steve. Okay, that's not or, mine. Okay, Amazon Prime or whatever. Have you ever shared something like that and they, the other person got I, it for free? I, I recently watched one documentary on Netflix at a friend's house, but generally I don't spend time watching that kind of that kind of content. Okay, well, stay there a second. Just let me go to Adam. Adam, hi, how are you? Oh, hang on, both of you, for a second. Adam, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are things? Good. Adam, uh, look, the email originally came from a woman who sounds like she's genuinely desperate, like Georgina, who was on at the start of the show, has four kids and her husband had passed away, and she had very little money. And she wants to buy a PlayStation for her daughter, couldn't afford it, but somebody's offered it for 150 quid brand new in the box from a factory. Can you understand why she'd say yes? I can. Um, I think there's there's a lot of nuance within this conversation and like obviously I sympathise with anyone who's in a position that, you know, I think Christmas is a very, very difficult time for working class families. But I think there is one narrative that I would kind of like to dispute about a victimless crime. Um, myself, when I was in college, um, I worked in, in retail. Um, I won't go into what retailers I worked with, but there was one specific retailer who we were, we were, we were essentially told um, as staff that we're earning minimum wage if somebody was to steal something from the shop floor or if somebody was to attempt to rob, um, it was our responsibility to chase them. Um, wow. So we were, we were, you know, we were 18, 19 years old and we were told that there was disciplinary issues if you did not chase a thief or a robber. Now, and this happened to, to me twice. I had high value items be stolen off the floor and you were told, I, I was working in Northside Shopping Centre at the time, yeah. which is, a, you know, it's a working, working class area. And, yeah. And, um, I had, I had two high-profile high items stolen off the floor. Um, I had to chase after these people. I was 19 years old. I didn't know whether this person had a that's knife. Re- well, that's really unfair to put you in that position, by the way. That shouldn't and, be the but case. This is, this, is, this is what I'm saying. It's, it, you know, when we talk about a victimless crime, it, there, there is victims that we, you don't even think about. There's, there's minimum wage workers who actually are going to be the ones who suffer, not through any fault of the people purchasing these things, but when you purchase these things, it spurs on And I get, I get um, that. that. Crowd. And I did say that to Steve earlier on, even if it's from a warehouse, that means their insurance goes up. Because their insurance goes up, they have less money to employ people. There is a knock-on effect to everything, and, and there, there's no such thing as a victimless crime. I completely agree with you. And in your case, that was very wrong, by the way, what they're suggesting, that you, at is 18, had to chase robbers. They should have security companies there to deal with that, those kind of situations, and are trained people to deal with those situations. But mm-hmm. I, I, what I do ha- take exception to is, and I'm agreeing with you, Adam, and I'm agreeing essentially with Saoirse, but it's her attitude. It's, since she's come on, respect Saoirse, you're looking down on people. And Adam, I know you're not, but she is. She's looking down on other people. You know, parents want the best for their children. And it's really difficult for a working class parent with no money to see their child's best friend get, say, a PlayStation, for example. Yeah. And and they can't afford it because Santi, of course, as far as they're concerned, the child is only 10 or 11 years of age, whatever it is, right? They don't know mom and dad are buying it. They, they think Santa Claus is bringing it. So Santa yeah. Claus seemingly, oh, so Santa Claus is, is kinder to the girl up the road than she is to me. You know, that, that's a, a child doesn't understand that. I, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion, and can I first of all just say, I, I agree with you, I, I don't particularly like um, the way Saoirse has spoken about it. I think I come from a, a very, um, a, a position where my my father is from Terenure, um, from a very good background, but my mother comes from the Liberties and Fatima Mansion. So did my so mother, my, my mother's from the Liberties as well. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've seen both sides of it, mm. like half of my family is very working class, half of my family is upper class. So. I, I get both sides of this argument very, very well. And 
for myself, I think it's 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 a case of, you know, I'm very much of the belief that it should be kind of drilled into parents that if it's a big parent, if it's a big present like a PlayStation or something like that, it should be from mum and dad or mum or dad and dad or mum and whatever. Um, and if it's it, like, it should be a selection of small presents that are from Santa so that every child, you know, gets something small from Santa and then the big presents can be from mum and dad. Mm. Um because that's, that, that's actually not a bad idea if going forward how we could do things and make things work a little bit better. Sorry, Saoirse, what are you trying to say to Adam there? I, I have to go now, but um, just, just just finally, I just find it ridiculous that two grown men are, are basically essentially saying, oh, I agree with your point, but I don't like how you said it. I don't know what way you'd like me to say things so the, the two... Um, Snowflakes are not offended. I would, I would, I would like you to say things without a, without a bit of classism. To be honest, I'd like you to say things without an aura of classism about it. Okay, an aura of classism. Okay, well, how would I say it then? Would you just say it without being a snob, Sersha, Is what he's essentially <laughs> saying. You're... All I hear is just, just it's, you're so precious. I'm being honest. You both agree with me. So this is just so... No, no, no. We agree with the principle of what you're talking about. But you're not understanding other people's lives. You're living in some little ivory tower somewhere, looking down on people, saying, you can't do that because you're breaking the law. I don't need to break the law because I have a wallet full of money. I'm, you have no idea. Oh, Saoirse, oh, I know by your attitude and I know by the way you're talking that you're not in that position and you've never been in that position. By the sounds of us. Once again, you have no idea. And all I'll say is, because I do need to go, is that um, I I think it's pathetic, really, that you just don't like how I'm saying things. I don't don't think it's pathetic. I just think you're a snob. (laughs) That's kind of the end of it, really. You are a snob. Sarsha. She, she's off. She's, so she's, she's gone. She's off to Donnybrook. She's off to Donnybrook Fair. She has to run. She's. <laughs> she's got. She has a date with the Joe Duffy show. Still, stay there. <laughs> stay there for a second, Adam. And Martin, you're welcome onto the show. Hi, Martin. How are you? Good afternoon, Noel. I'm very well. Thank you. Yeah, Martin. You know, Adam. Adam kind of sums it up quite well. As much as he disagrees, pretty like like myself, he has an understanding of why people do it and why it's so prolific. I suppose. Yeah, you'll have to bear with me now because I'm actually I'm at work, but I'm I'm stopping to take lunch, and I, I wasn't able to actually log in to to listen to what was what was being said. But my, mm. I, the gist of of what Elaine told me was, this is <clears throat> a mother whose husband, I believe, has access to a to a, a, bloke. a stolen yeah a, a bloke with a stolen PlayStation yeah. So the husband has access to this bloke who can supply him. Is it? Yep. 150 yeah, quid, okay. and they've no money. Okay. So. Now, I, I don't know how much a PlayStation costs. No, 500 right? quid. 599, actually, I think. Okay. Now, I can tell you, all this all this this notion of class, it has nothing to do with class. It has to do with morality and being right. Now, just for the idea that there's a, a kind of a moral dilemma, there is no moral dilemma. Receiving stolen goods is the same as stealing the goods, in my opinion, and in the opinion of the law. Now, let's say that, you know, let's let's just play out a scenario and the husband decided he was going to take up the offer of a stolen PlayStation. And somehow it got back to whoever the, the owners, who I presume would be a retailer, and they decided to take an action against the person who stole it. 
And that person in turn says to the guards, well, actually, I sold it on to so-and-so, so-and-so. And on Christmas morning, the guards turn up and young Mary or Jane or whatever her name is is playing with the PlayStation. And the PlayStation is taken into evidence and the father is arrested. That'd be some Christmas, wouldn't it? It would, but that's, to the, mean, but that's to the extreme. It, yeah, it's, it's, it is it may, the extreme. It, 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 the guards maybe, generally it, don't do that. The guards are generally yeah. are happy enough to find the person who stole them and get them to court. But I understand the point you're making. Now, Martin, I'm not agreeing with the purchase of stolen goods or receiving stolen goods, which you're right, which is equally as bad as stealing because it creates a market and it creates the market for theft. But what I'm yeah. saying to you is, I do understand the position. We live in a society that's not equal. And Adam is right. There are working class families struggling. At this very moment, there are mothers sitting at home, stressed out, anxious, because their kid wants something for Christmas that may not even be too expensive, a couple of hundred quid maybe, right? Within the big scheme of things nowadays, it's not expensive. And they can't provide it. They're thinking, how am I going to get this? I work part-time maybe. I'm looking after two kids. I'm a single mum. And, and they're stressed out. How am I going to provide for two or three kids uh, for Santa Claus this year for Christmas? I don't have the money. But I want my kids to be the same as the kid next door or the kid in the class who's going to get a new phone or going to get a PlayStation or going to get whatever it is. I want them to be the same. And they get this offer. I, I can understand why they won't say no. Yeah, I think oh. it's, it's very it's very difficult to kind of brand them as bad as, as a criminal who would go in and steal something when, in reality, it's a parent trying to make a child's Christmas as magical as they no, no, can so, within, their, within their budget. I'm sorry, but with respect, <laughs> generally, if there was nobody to receive, there wouldn't be many thieves. I mean, I know people will steal for, for their own benefit, but when it comes to, when it comes to organised theft to be, for items to be passed on, um, if there was nobody to receive, you wouldn't have nearly as much theft. But look, look, I'm I'm not passing judgment on people. I'm saying I'll give you it from my perspective. When I was a child, there were many things I wanted that my friends had, but I couldn't have. I'm none the worse for it. When my children, when my two daughters were growing up, there were things they wanted that their friends had. And they had to be told, I'm sorry, you know, we, we can't afford that at the moment. It's, it's just not doable. You know, like, and, and particularly, I'll tell you what really irritates me, the idea of, of, of doing it for a PlayStation. I mean, are the, are the, would the parents be prepared to tell the child, look, we can't afford it, but I tell you what, your dad is going to actually, he's going to take one that's stolen. How do they think their daughter how, would how, be how about do you, how do you how do you how do you tell a child though that Santa can't afford it for you but can afford it for someone else? You tell the child Santa doesn't exist. That's what you do. Do you think well, that there I, are many? Yeah, so what? You blow the magic of Christmas for a seven or eight year old? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Niall, I'm sorry. You said a moment ago uh, this girl is eleven, is it? Um, I'm not. She doesn't mention the age of her daughter. Doesn't mention the age. Okay. Well, let's let's say let's say the child is five. I don't think a PlayStation has any place in the life of a five-year-old. So let's say, you know, the five-year-old believes in Santi. But at, at the stage of 10, 11, how many 10 or 11-year-olds in this country do anyone listening to this conversation or on this conversation, how many 11 or 10 or 11-year-olds do people think believe in Santi? I think for a lot of kids, it depends on how innocent the children are and how they're brought up, 
for a lot of kids, the magic of Christmas, the Santa Claus is real till they get to secondary I'm school. I'm sorry, Noel, secondary now, now you're talking about, now 12, you're talking 13. about the magic, you're talking about the magic of Christmas. Well, Santa Claus is the magic of Christmas, isn't it? No, the, the notion of Santa Claus may be part of the magic of Christmas. What I'm talking about is, fundamentally, how many 10-year-olds do you think, I mean, 10-year-olds now are a thousand times more savvy than they were when I was 10, I can tell you. And even when I was 10, I knew there was no Santa Claus. Okay? I don't know about you. When did you discover there was no Santa Claus now? 13, maybe 12, 13, I think. Okay. So, and that what about you, Adam? When did you discover it? I, to be honest, I was always, I was a very cynical child. I think I was about eight or nine. When I Four. <laughs> there you go. So, so let's 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 pack this notion of Santa Claus. But okay? no, I know you can't. Hang on, Martin. Let's, and I don't want to keep keep going into that conversation because it it just feels weird for me to do it because I could never done that on radio. But this is the podcast. I've warned people to start. The children shouldn't be listening. But here's the thing, Martin. You can't park that. You are you can't turn around and say, let's just rid us the, the child of that notion, right? So let's say it's a 10-year-old child that does believe in Santa Claus and you want to keep that innocence, right? Let's just leave we it also, at that part just, of the conversation. Can I just say, say Niall, as well, you don't know as well, this child could have, you know, could be on the spectrum or something like could that. It's, it's, very, it's very well known could that be. children who are on the spectrum yeah, could, do, could be. you know, they believe a lot yeah. longer. Yeah, the child could be, but the child also could not be, if you take my point. I'm I'm talking about the general principle. Martin, nobody, yeah, but nobody's disagreeing with you in relation, and you know me, I, I believe I'm a morally good person. I wouldn't steal. I wouldn't buy stolen goods. I'm not saying I would. Yeah, I. And I'm not condoning the behaviour. But I am no, saying, I but I am saying I understand why people do it. Well, I understand people do, I understand why people are motivated to do it. I would never do it, I can tell you. Um, I've never done it. It's just something that would be completely beyond me, uh, especially, you know, uh, to, to think that my child might find out where it came from would, I think, would be devastating to the child. But as I say, do you, you mind, know, do you mind what, if I ask, with, how, how, old, how old are your children now? Oh, they're all grown my my children, my eldest daughter is in her thirties. Okay. My next daughter is okay. in her very late twenties. Can I so can I just make the point then? In, like, and I, I understand this is it's 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 kind of a bit nuanced, but it, it you kind of would you understand that maybe there was a difference between rearing your child in what was essentially the Celtic tiger versus rearing a child in massive austerity <laughs> that we're living in now. <laughs> I, I don't know. You can forget this notion of the Celtic tiger. I tell you, the Celtic tiger was, if it was a tiger, it was a tiger that turned around and bit me on the ass because all this notion of we all did very well in the Celtic tiger, I'm not presuming anything, but perhaps you did. I didn't. I struggled all the way through. I, I, that I'm, too, I'm, too, I'm too young. To, to yeah, well, maybe maybe your parents did. Adam. Actually, well, hold on. I have to go to somebody else about Martin, and I know you have to get back to work, so thank you for that, Martin. I really appreciate it. Uh, let me go to Maureen. Maureen, but wait ages. Sorry, I do apologize, Mr. Thank Hogan. I'll be with you in a second. Sorry, go ahead, Maureen. It's okay, Niall, yeah, it's fine. No, um, I, I missed the start, but I had um, some of um, Saoirse's there, and um, you see, I can see where she's coming from. Mm. I wouldn't do it either, Niall. And what I did with mine, with my girls, and they were small, um, I'd say, well, I, I say to them, well, Santa may not have it, he, you know, he only makes a few, then it depends on if your letter is in first, and I got away with it. Mm. But even my grandchildren, but they were told, my children were told even when they were small, 
in this life, you cannot have everything you want. There's a difference between no, want no, and No, no, I, I absolutely, right? I absolutely agree, I, and exactly. I do believe the children are spoiled to some degree as well. They're spoiled. Yes, yeah, to some not degree. Being, children some are. Not being, you see, you're not doing them any service either by getting them everything that they want because you're not, you're not helping them when they go forward. They're going to go out in, in into the real world and find out it was all a joke. Do you know if I can put it that way? Yeah, it was all a fantasy. And even my grandchildren, my grandchildren know it as well. Then when Nana has the money, they don't get it. When Nana has it, she'll get them something. And they're perfectly happy with that because they were taught that by me. But did you but did you ever were you ever disappointed on Christmas only Day? Child. But were you Yeah, well, I'm an only child and I'd be lucky if I got maybe if I got three, you know, well it'd be big presents, but in my day it might be a you know dollar, the walking dollar, the latest thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but were you ever really disappointed? Did you ever really want something for Christmas? And you arrive down on Christmas morning at five o'clock in the morning, as most kids do. And it's not there. No. You said, okay, so you didn't. What I got. Okay, no, but that's I accepted what I got as gifts because it was Christmas and Christmas was gifts. But, but isn't that the point that we're, I'm, I'm just talking about on the show today? Adam, were you ever disappointed at Christmas? No, look, I, I came from I, I come from, I come from a privileged background and, you know, I, I would never, I, I got what I wanted for Christmas each mm. year. Um, and were I, you, you spoiled? Know, like, um... I think no, in some ways. Like, the thing, like I didn't get a phone until I was a smartphone until I was thirteen, when the majority of the class had one when they were ten or eleven. But my parents stuck by that. Yeah. Um. You know, I think like I got a PlayStation the first year it came out. Um. You know, my mm. my dad queued up in outside of Argos at six o'clock in the morning to go and get me that. Um. But you know, in terms of, I I think I was. It's it's very diff- difficult because um I uh. my, my parents. My parents are my parents are separated, and um, you know, I mm. when I immigrated to New Zealand with with my mother, um, you know, we lived in in very very dire straits for a little while. You so know you, what I mean? Yeah, you see, so you've had to go both up. You've you've lived both yeah, lives. I've, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, so but now, yeah, Maureen, you know, go ahead, Maureen. Yeah. No, I, I, people would say, well, I heard the working class mentioned, right? Yeah. But I tell you something. Where were you? It's a working class. In some parts of it, you actually find morality. Because I remember before we came here to Ireland, my Scottish grandfather, he was a coal miner. He worked six days down a pit. And my parents cared for him when he had black lung disease. I know all about working class. And it's not anything to do with class. Society has never been equal. Never in history. There's always been the have and have nots. And the in-betweens and the serfs. Mm. And, I, and I'm not a socialist, as Sersha said earlier on, but I do believe we should try our best when it comes to children to have a level of equality. We should. We should. Yeah. But you see, if you went, and especially in this day and age, you start in January. If it's only two euros a week that you can afford, you put it away. But you start planning if you want to give your child a really good Christmas. You don't leave it until September, October. Stay, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Mr. Hogan as well. Mr. Hogan, hi. Hello, can you hear me? I do. Why am I calling you Mr. Hogan all the time, by the way? It comes up my screen, uh, Mr. Hogan. Yeah, they just started that the first time, and I'm going to keep it that way. That's fine. Okay, Mr. Uh, Hogan, fire away. Well, look, I think the big point here, it's not about theft. It's not about, you know, right and wrong and crisp and all that. It's about a parent's moral duty to their child. And the one and only thing a parent has to do... Oh, sugar. Well, cut out here. No, you're still, only- you're still there. Come on. The only thing a parent has to do to their child is raise them right. Give them good morals, give them a good base and understanding and self-worth. And stealing does the opposite of that. Stealing sets them on a bad path. 
And even if this mother doesn't get her a PlayStation, whatever, PlayStation 5 is probably the latest one. Yep. What if she gets her something else she can't afford? Or, you know, they just they go out and they have a lovely family day together, whatever. In 10 years' time, the kid's going to remember that. The kid's going to say, look, mom, I know you worked hard. I know we didn't have much. I know you got me, you know, you did what you could for me. That's what they're going to remember. But if the kid is learning, hey, mom just steals whatever she likes, so I'm going to go steal well, this well, and that. Steal well, I, well I, I, I don't, with respect, I don't think you're going to advertise to your child that's stolen. The child no, thinks Santa Claus is bringing it. They're not bringing, they're not I, bringing I, the I kid think... in the van with them. Like. <laughs> I mean, look, if most <laughs> people think of they have or, or what was important at Christmas, it's not the present. I mean, at the time when is you're not? five or ten. Or have, whatever, you, have, you, have you got kids? I have, yes. And you're telling me it, the present is not important. No. When so you so when they wake up at five o'clock in the morning, they come down and there's feck all under the tree, but you come down and you go, but you give me a hug and everything will be grand. I'll give you love. <laughs> I'll give you some love. Well, I mean, that, with the greatest respect, you're not living in the real world. Don't get me wrong. Love is so important for a child. But you know what? They'd also love the PlayStation too. Okay, do you know what? I'm sure there's lots of very rich kids out there who got exactly what they wanted every year except for a hug. And you know what? They actually turn out worse than the kids who were given a hard graft at the start of life and said, look, you have to work for what you want. And they turn out better kids. I, I'm, so it's I'm, not, I'm not completely disagreeing with the point you're making. That You could spoil a child yeah. as well if you're quite wealthy. And I get that. You know what I mean? The point is, you have, to, you have to show the kid we are decent, honest, good people. And that is how we live. That is the rules which we set for ourselves and which you will set for yourself. If you teach a child that lesson, their life will be better in the long run. They will be better people. There's no one out there who said, oh, look, I made my fortune by, uh, well, stealing things. I mean, significant volumes of things. You know, they get caught and they end up a ter terrible life and, you know. That's not the way to teach a kid. If you are your parent, if you are a parent, the one thing you should think of is, how am I giving this kid the best shot of life possible? And it is not by stealing a PlayStation. That's those short-term thinking that's going to ruin that child in the long run. Just tell her, look, I think we can. I think there's, I think, no, there's, there's also an argument to be made, though, in terms of, like, uh, this, this, the society that we live in is so, so divided. In, in Ireland especially, you know, it's, it seems like at the moment either people are millionaires or living on the breadline and there's no in-between. Yeah, the gap between and, the rich and the poor is getting bigger, yeah. And it's like, why why sacrifice that little moment of magic? And I like, look, the whole moral thing, I, you're not going to turn around to your kid and be like, guess where we got this? Like, it's, 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 it's a so, stupid argument to make, to be honest. Look at the tire marks no, on the box. look at some of the best people who come from bad backgrounds. You look at the, the people who are really successful in life, and I can tell you, their parents taught them lessons. They taught them how to succeed, how to be organized, how to be efficient, how to be fair, how to deal with people. I, th I think if you look at the research, actually, you're wrong. I think when it comes to people who are really successful in life, they've generally come from very good upbringings, where their parents were quite wealthy. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying only people from good. I'm saying those that have come from bad upbringings and have made something for themselves, a very small niche, but those that have, and there's a huge portion of those who come from bad backgrounds and they amount to nothing because this is the kind of life they live. Is steal what you can. Nothing is permanent. And that's such an unfair generalization. Okay, okay, well, hang on because Dave, well, hang on. Dave wants to come on as well. Dave, hi, how are you? What's the crack? How you doing, Dave? You've, you want to say something to Adam there? No, I just, um, no, but I just, I like this whole comment he made earlier on about the fact that like, 
you know, when you grew up and Martin were growing up, you're all destitute and you didn't really get the nice presents and blah, 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 blah. I raised my young son during the recession and he didn't get everything he wanted at Christmas time and it didn't harm him in any way. I mean, there's nothing wrong with telling your kids that, look, these are the things you want from Santa Claus. Santa Claus can't really bring you everything because you can't get everything you want in life. It's a very, like, you know, it's a good lesson to teach a child from a young age. Like, it never, it never did him any harm. He's probably one of the least materialistic teenagers you'll ever meet in your life. I mean, his uncle gave him a box of fucking Jaffa cakes one year and said, that's your only Christmas present. And he lost his life and said, oh, my God, thank you so much. You're one of the best presents I've ever gotten. Box of Jaffa cakes. Yeah, he was just, you know, he was just messing with him. just trying to wind him up. And, it, like, the lad was, like, over the moon about the Jaffa cakes. And I was like, well, no, no, I, I have presents fairness, here. Fairness, I do so like Jaffa cakes. In fairness, I do like no, Jaffa I, cakes. They are, yeah, I never get them. The fucker always eats them before me. Yeah, they they, they um, just, like, taste, stale, they taste like stale biscuits. But they do taste nice. Mind you, there is a question. And the burning question is, is it a cake or is it a biscuit? Yeah. Um... Do you know what? Honestly, if you're the kind of person who spends a lot of time thinking about that, congratulations, you have a very easy life and you feck all else. But, but, but Dave, you know, you sent, did you send in this text or the WhatsApp message? Yeah, about, about Adam. What? Did you send in a WhatsApp message about Adam? Yeah. Okay, I, okay. well, no, allow me to read it. Sorry, Adam. Bear with okay. me. Yeah. Here we go. Also, tell Adam, nuance me whole. I raised my son during the recession and we didn't have a pot to piss in at times, but he knew that Santa couldn't give him everything he wanted. He was one of the least materialistic teenagers he had ever met and actually appreciates what he gets. Nuance me whole, Adam. <laughs> Nuance me whole, I think, is just... Yeah. Like, if, if, you, if you go through life thinking everything is black and white, then that's such a... It's, no, it's, I... It's a ridiculous way of thinking. No. Come here, lad. I, I don't think everything is black and white. Obviously, there are shades of grey in the world, but it's just when, when someone comes around, along with the comment, the, the kind of slightly nose in the air to, to Niall and Martin going, well, you probably wouldn't understand what it's like now for kids because you didn't have a lot when you are younger. That's kind of bullshit. Like, the whole thing about Christmas is supposed to be about, like, giving to others and not expecting anything in return. But all I've heard from everybody like today saying that like it's okay to receive stolen goods for Christmas is rampant materialism. Get your kids everything they want. If your kid doesn't get a PS5 for Christmas, he's probably going to grow up to be a serial killer. Like it's, it's, it's bullshit. And, and particularly, if you are really destitute, right? If you're like, if you're a single income household at the moment, you're getting work and family payment. You're getting a 400 euro bump next week. You're getting a double children's allowance. If you're on the dole, you're getting your double Christmas, uh, you're, you're getting your 100% Christmas bonus. And fair enough, that might have to go, uh, go to bills. You can go to the credit union, even if you're on the social welfare, and they'll give you 500 euros to 1,000 euros that you can pay back over the years, about 20 euros a week. You can go to St. Vincent de Paul. You can buy one second hand. And if your nose is up in the air about buying one second hand, then shut up about it. There are so many different avenues out there for someone to get what okay. they need for their kids for Christmas. Adam, you know what? That's a fair point. You know what I mean? There are there are other avenues, I suppose, rather than stealing it, isn't there? Aren't there? There no. Or well, buying it stolen. Like as I as I said as I said already, like I'm I'm not in agreement. I like personally, I wouldn't purchase anything that's stolen. Um, but I think, in a sense, when people feel like that there is no other option, and like we also don't we also don't know if they already have debt outstanding as is. You know what I mean? Saying oh, just get a loan from the credit union is a very simplistic way of viewing things when the majority of people, you know, are already in debt. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's saying, okay, so throw in another, you know, even if it is 20 euro a week, 20 euro a week, people, some people don't have 20 euro a week 
to, to to add on to what they're already paying. Yeah, it's 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 a very well. It would be about yeah. If it was over a year, it'd be about twenty quid a week at least. Actually, that's without interest because it's how much are PlayStations now? Five nine nine, isn't it for a PlayStation? Um, they're they're five. Yeah, they're five nine nine with a game. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. But you can and, have... and even Dave, even the games, they're. The problem, the biggest problem is all these things are ridiculously overpriced. I mean, the latest yeah. game or the big Christmas game this year is Call of Duty, isn't it? Um, Call of Duty 3. No, Spider-Man 2. Well, Spider-Man 2 is out as well, but Call of Duty. But both of those games, right? I was looking at them because I love the PlayStation. I play the games all the time, right? Both of those games are like 90 quid. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like no, crazy. No, I get that. Well, then... And, and the, these companies are making billions because... Not only is it 90 quid, the majority of people now just download them online, right? Off the PlayStation Store. <laughs> so you don't even have to buy the physical box and CD. At least then you thought, well, at least it's costing the company something to produce it. It's costing yeah, them well, nothing. Uh, yeah, well, well, hold on a second. It's not costing them nothing, okay? Well, no, well, I mean, games, no, obviously, obviously they, have to, they have to produce the game. But what I'm saying, yeah, the physicality games, of it. Yeah, most games nowadays. No, I agree with you. Yeah, the, yeah games, if, you're, if there's a case to be made for... If you're buying it digitally, obviously there should be, you know, less of a price because you're not paying for the manufacturing of the disc, the shipping, the plastic, the cover, uh, you know, all that other stuff that comes with it. Yeah, distribution, marketing, stuff. all yeah. that, yeah. But, yeah, but you also have stuff like uh, Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation have their own version of it now. It's a subscription service. It's 16 quid, uh, 16 quid a month, you know? So there are ways and means around it. You can go to CEX. You can go on Facebook. Can, can I can I just make a point? Can I make a point very quickly, just in regards to everything? Um, I've just had a Google here. So Sony, who developed the PlayStation, um, their turnover as of June 30th, 2023, was 89.23 billion dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> are they, you know, what? Like if, yeah, well, if yeah. they 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 have just got a license to print money, literally, because all of these companies, like Activision and all the other companies that make games, um. Oh, the, I suppose the biggest game is Grand Theft Auto. Who's that? Ro? What's the, what's the name of the company that made Grand Theft Auto again? Um, something uh, star? Rockstar. 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 Um, th that game sold, I think, six point two billion uh, euro dollars worth of uh, games. Uh, that one game. Every single game that's sold, Sony get a cut out of because it's licensed to Sony. So every game that's sold, that's why when they produced the PlayStation initially, going back many years ago. They produced it and they were selling it for less than it cost them to actually make it because they knew they yeah. would make the money back on the games. So we'll hang on both of you. Let me just go to Joe as well. Joe, I'm going to go to Morgan too. Joe, hi. Good afternoon, Nile. Sorry, I'm going doing? to have to be quick with both of you now because I'm wrapping up. But Joe, um, would you ever buy stolen goods or have you ever bought stolen goods? No, no, I never did and I never would either. And mm. I tell you something, if the parent, with respect though, if the child... Uh, if anyone, whoever does buy stolen goods for a child, they should do a very, very long stretch in prison because that's actually more of an insult oh. to the child than anything else. And the way I look at it is, and I think Maureen, I just heard Maureen a while ago say that if you want to save your, if you want to get something for your child, you should save up at the start of the year like anyone else. And that would save a lot of the embarrassment. No, you can easily do it by putting away 10 or 20 euro a week and you'd have it all then, to, you could spend as much as you would like then at Christmas. But this thing about going around buying stolen gear, I'm afraid, no, no, that's a no-no for me. All right, okay. It wouldn't work. Wouldn't be happening. No, no, no way. And, no and, way. and any parent that does that, you believe they should be caught and sent to jail? Oh, yeah, banged, banged to rights, yeah. Mm. Because why would, you, why would you put yourself in that situation? Well, like, I suppose people parent, put themselves in that situation, Joe, because maybe they're desperate, I don't know. 
Well, they're desperate, but look, you have to do the time to pay the price, don't you? You know, or, and you, you know, you'd be happy enough to see them. Day. You'd be happy enough to say if it was this mother we talked about in the email. You'd be happy enough to see her being caught and go to jail. Oh yeah, like you, you can't. Like you, you have Jesus to, you Christ. have to, you have to have, re- you have to have respect as well. Like you know. Sorry, Adam. What are you trying to say there? I, I just said Jesus Christ. I mean, like realistically, if somebody wants to, like, if somebody is purchasing stolen goods. <laughs> They should go to prison. Yeah, let's put more kids into the into the system. Yeah, that's that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, Jesus, that's ridiculous statement. Ridiculous. Mm. There you go. Well, that might be a ridiculous statement to him, but like that's my view. And if he has a problem with that, then he can go and uh, you know what. But look, that's my view, <laughs> and no one is going to change my view. Mm. And I don't care what what anyone says. So that's what, the way what happens it is. to the kids? You're, you're talking about the betterment of the kids. What happens when the kids have to go into the social care system because you put both well, of their parents in prison to buy the PlayStation? Yeah, but hold, hold on a sec, though. Hold on a sec, though. I, this is, see, this is the problem in this country when you try to make a point. Some fucking lefty tries to come on and starts trying to silence your views. <laughs> don't silence my views. I'm expressing a view, and I'm talking to Nile Boylan. I'm not talking you're to more you. Than, you're, more than enti- you're more than entitled to make that view, but when someone questions or gives you a situation that will come out of that view, you should be able to back that view up instead of just going, oh, the fucking lefties are at it again. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, listen, do you know something? You have your view and you have my view, but look, I'm not going to... You know, in, in fairness, Joe, in fairness, Adam is a lefty, but it's probably one part you got right. He's a bit, yeah, he's a No, well, Sarah was on earlier on. Maybe she's related. Anyway, but no, Adam is a lefty. <laughs> he doesn't deny he's a lefty. Um, he's quite proud of the fact, actually, that he's a Gen Z and a lefty. But, you know, yep. he sees both sides of it, Joe. He's, he's, he did say from the start, it's wrong to steal. It's long, wrong to receive stolen goods. And your child has to be realistic with their expectations. But you could, you know, to walk a mile in the shoes of somebody who has no money and has two or three kids to provide for for Christmas, and you want your kids to feel the same as other kids in the road, that's all he's saying, that maybe you'd be tempted to do that. Well, look, some people might, but I wouldn't do it. And I think that if you want to save up, if you want to have a proper Christmas or a proper event for them, you should just do the ordinary thing and save up from the start. Some people don't have ten or twenty euro a week to save, though. Some people are listen, 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 listen. Don't give me that crap. Everybody has money. We're not living in the poverty era at all. See, this is the problem with certain people in this day and age. They make out that everyone is poor. There's no poverty at all. Everybody has money, and they can afford it if they want. But you're going around telling me that um, (laughs) what you're saying. Listen, you're, you're, just, you're just talking cobbler, talk sunshine, be honest. You're talking cobbler, so listen. That's so we're view, living in one of the worst view. cost of living crisis in, in, in living memory, and everyone has money. Jesus Christ. Get a grip, get a grip. Mm. I'm not getting, I don't have to get a grip, and I don't take that crap from you, so you feck off though and leave me alone. Because I, I'm not going to take, I don't take lectures from lefties. I don't like lefties. <laughs> Don't go I in don't or, like the right wing. Say with your Fine Gael or something. <laughs> no. Fine Gael. I don't even think the lefties like Fine Gael. But, but, Fine Gael or Fine Gael. Fine Gael. No, no, Joe, you far away and be rude. It's entertaining. I, it's, I don't give a two fiddles what little... That just shows how knowledgeable you are. Because Fine Gael are centre-right. 
So you, you don't have a clue what you're talking about. Jesus, Adam, they're not centre right. Would you stop out of that, for God's sake? Don't lecture me about politics, sunshine. I don't let, take lectures from anyone about politics. Be the girl, I was more lefty as anything else. So don't get off your high horse with me. They're all, in fairness, they're all a bit lefty, to be honest with you, Adam. Anyway, I wonder what it's like for, to have a lefty Christmas. There'd be no turkey, obviously, because most lefties are vegans. Are you vegan, Adam? Um, I'm actually allergic to poultry, believe it or not. So <laughs> we, have, we, we have, we have, we have ham. I'm not a vegan, but we have ham. All right, okay, because, <laughs> I, okay, we've got to go to Morgan quickly before we finish. Morgan, hi, how are you? Good, Noel, how are you? Good. Okay, you said you'll donate some money to the woman who wants the, the PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, I have a, I have a, I have a novel solution for everybody. So we all have money, according to one caller, and we all agree it's wrong um, to steal. And um, I think most of us will agree that it's it's not really fair to throw a woman in prison because she wants to or tries to have a happy Christmas. So I will donate fifty euros to the woman um, on the condition that she buys the PlayStation for her child, and she doesn't purchase stolen goods. And I would like eleven listeners also to join me so we can all band together for the 600 euros. Uh, we'll give it to the Nile Boylan Show and the Nile Boylan Show can purchase a PlayStation. We'll spend and it on his Christmas. Woman. The Nile Boylan Show will spend it on his Christmas night out. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. stop someone from committing a crime. It, it is an email so I can only reply with an email to her. I don't have a number for the person, right? So it is an email okay. and, it, it, and the problem when we get emails is sometimes people send them from kind of a dodgy accounts, anonymous accounts because they don't, sure, know, okay. don't want us to know who they are. So I will reply uh, with the offer, Morgan, and if indeed she comes back to me, I will contact you. But the way we would have to deal with it is people would have to deal directly with the person. We can't be the sure. intermediary in the centre uh, because no otherwise problem. we find ourselves in a lot of trouble doing things like that. Uh, there was a radio show many, many years ago. I won't say which one, but everybody knows who the, who the show is. And there was a woman come on the air and, you know, I have no money, I have no money, I have no money, crying, crying, crying. And people rang in in their droves, were donating money. And it turned out um, they raised something like two or three grand or whatever it was on the radio show that particular day for the woman. And I think it was about four weeks later, there was a story in the paper. The woman was actually the mother of two of the biggest criminals in the country. Um, yeah. Two of the biggest drug barons in the country. And Lovely. and they, uh, well, I don't think that radio show will ever do anything like that again. So it was, a, it was all an act. You know what I mean? Because he'd be absolutely clear they had plenty of money. It was all stolen. Well, maybe we remember then. We remember the spirit <laughs> I, uh, of Christmas. Maybe we remember the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm which is all in the spirit of Christmas. So uh, you know, it seems we're talking about Christmas, and we all hate each other here. Joe hates Adam. Morgan. I don't know who Morgan hates. Steve. I think it was on the other night there. Dave just hates the world in general. I think. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. yeah no yeah. one in particular. Just uh, I think everybody. we should all. I think we should end with everybody just singing a Christmas song. I think that'd be nice. Absolutely. We? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd rather I shoot myself it. in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd rather shoot myself right. in the face. Yeah. Did Adam just say he hates Christmas? I do. I hate Christmas. Ah, right. No, hey, no, do you know what? Come, <laughs> in, come in yourself. Myself and yourself actually agree on something, so. Uh, Adam, <laughs> I, you, ca you can't hate I love Christmas. Why do you hate Christmas? Oh. Halloween, Halloween and Pride. Those are my Christmas. Ah, oh, would you shut up out of that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they'll want next for Pride. They'll want some sort of person that's dressed up in a certain way to come and give them gifts. <laughs> that, don't, don't, don't you worry, don't it's you coming. Worry, don't it's coming, isn't it? Don't worry. So are we going to sing a bloody Christmas song or not? Yes. Yeah, which one? Okay, what one will we go for? Okay. 
It's beginning to look a lot like, a lot like Christmas. <laughs> Everywhere, Everywhere we, go. we go. Dave, join in, you Grinch. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, I do have a pride. small the shred of sound for sec left. Where's your pride, I was, I was Adam? Going, I was going, Come on, Adam. I was going to say happy. Someone who celebrates pride can't sing. Yeah, go on. Where's happy your pride? Yeah, yeah, go on. Do it. Happy do Christmas. It. I don't know. Is there any kind of gay Christmas songs? I don't know. Is there any... Adam, what's what's the kind of the gay Christmas song? Oh, it'd be Mariah Carey, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, the gay community love Mariah, even though she was a diva. <laughs> they love her. That's why we love her. I don't but, want no, a lot for I Christmas. Was, I, was, I was going to say, I was going to say, I should wish you all happy holidays, just to send everyone into conniptions. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't, oh, Jesus, no, you pissed Joe off. I mean, Joe is pissed off already. Don't piss him off even more with your leftyism. <laughs> oh no, I won't. <laughs> Santa baby, coming down. What's that? What's that one? And as I have to go, we're getting ridiculous now. Adam, See you, bye. See you. Good work. Thanks, bye. thanks, Morgan. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, thanks Adam. Man. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everybody. Uh, thank you to everybody who got involved in the show. Went on a lot longer than I expected. Oh, look at the time it is. Oh, my God. Don't forget, by the way, you can donate to the show and you can also subscribe to the show if you go to our website, nileboylan.com. Everybody who subscribes to the website supports the show because we don't get paid to have fun. We don't get paid. So we do need money to keep going and giving you this platform every single day. As I said, some days we'll discuss serious news stories like yesterday and we'll have guests on. Other days, it's a dilemma like this where it can be a little bit of fun and we abuse people like Saoirse. So it changes every single day. We don't like to do the same thing every day because that way, you know, we don't keep everybody happy. So we do cover the news stories, but we also cover these kind of things too because we think they're important too because they send strong messages out. So please support us by going to the website and subscribing. $5.99 a month. It's not a lot to ask. If you don't have it, I understand. That's fine. Watch it for free on Twitter and Facebook every single day, live. Or you can listen back to the audio free of charge on the website, nileboylan.com, Spotify, and all the usual places. Don't forget, if you go to the website, you can watch all the previous videos, all the interviews, the ones that we don't stream live. They're exclusive there. You can watch them. And all you got to do is pay $5.99 a month. Anybody who subscribes, every single day we give away a smug mug. And there's a smug mug on the screen. Look at it there. Woohoo. So every single day we give away one of those to a new subscriber. So please support the show. Support us so we can continue doing this every day. Go to the website, nileboylan.com. Tomorrow, hopefully, we may get around to talking about the fact that I mentioned earlier on that the uh, Minister for Justice is telling porkies. Well, or she's misinformed when she spoke to Grip Media and said the majority of people who get deportation orders are sent home. Because they're not, according to the facts. Only 26 of 271 orders, which is not a lot of orders to give out when you consider how many people are coming into the country, in 2022, only 26 of them were actually enforced. The rest of them are probably still here. And if you look at the figures, by the way, I have the chart there, the figures over the last four or five years, the numbers of people who are actually following deportation orders, I don't have the exact figure there at the moment, but it drops down over the years. Because what's happening is people know and word gets out, don't worry if they give you a deportation order. You don't have to go. And the reason they, under, they know about the 30, for example, the reason they might know about that is, is because the only reason they were caught is because they came to the attention of Vanguard Sheikana most likely. And in other words, they committed crimes. 
So that's the only reason we actually find out if somebody is still here illegally is that they commit a crime and they get caught. And then we kind of wonder, who the hell are you? And what are you doing here? You already have a deportation order. It's on your record. Anyway, we'll be talking about that hopefully tomorrow. We'll get around to talking about it. If you've got any comments or anything you want to say about it, all you got to do is WhatsApp 85 122.55. That's 085-122.55. You can WhatsApp now if you want to get yourself on the show tomorrow. Until then, don't forget this podcast will be up online in about an hour or so. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 85 100 The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 